plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County Dublin. If you happen to be out this neck of the woods, by the way, especially at a time of the year when we have nice weather, uh, swing by the White Sands Hotel, the Oasis Bar just below us here. Fantastic bar, great atmosphere. And you can sit outside, out out the front with a beautiful view over uh, Dublin Bay, the north of Dublin Bay. Uh, Well worth... Uh, a visit. Now, before I let you know what we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter, I want to give a big shout out to our most loyal show sponsors, Priscilla and Amy Granger, to help them promote their new book, Safe. Now, Priscilla and Amy are a mother and daughter team behind the organisation Stop Domestic Violence in Ireland. Now, for the very first time, the two of them reveal the full extent of the abuse that they suffered, their escape from their abuser, and journey from victims to campaigners after years of living in silence and fear. They teamed up with uh, journalist Shane Doran to document their uh, story And it's an amazing read. If you haven't already got a copy of this book, I would highly recommend it. It is an amazing, if harrowing, uh, read. Now, we've spoken to uh, Amy Granger recently, and she explained to us a little bit about their story. Obviously, my mum, when she was very, very young, she got married. The second night of her honeymoon, she was first assaulted by um, our abuser, and then it continued. But as a lot of people can remember, back in the early 90s, domestic abuse was hidden under the car as it still is and obviously there comes that as well with children involved and a lot of abusers as people know get very jealous when they're not in the centre um, and abuse then happens to children so my mum was abused physically, mentally, verbally, emotionally for years um, and unfortunately abuse happened and turned on me so with me it was the same um, the only difference was that you know I wasn't married to him, I just felt the neglect, I felt rejection um, and for years and years we thought we'd never rent um, um, and a lot of people would often say, well, why don't you just get up and leave? And I think that's the one thing you can never say to a victim. Now, if you would like to uh, read the inspiring story in the book uh, Safe, you can order your copy by visiting safe-thebook.ie. That's safe-thebook.ie. You can purchase your copy in either paperback or ebook formats from uh, just for $14.99 for the paperback edition, with a portion of all proceeds going towards helping others escape and survive domestic abuse. And uh, as always, Priscilla and Angel. Amy, we wish you uh, well with both the book and Stop Domestic Violence in Ireland. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Ollie, that's what I want to talk about. Ollie and Santry. Ollie sent us this message uh, earlier on today. Guys, I think you need to talk about this on your podcast. I was just listening to the news about the amount of kids going to school hungry. I think it's disgraceful, but I think that the parents are 100% to blame. Who else can you blame? There's no excuse for a child being hungry in the morning. These parents are being neglectful and Tusla should be getting involved if a child tells her teacher that she's hungry or he. I know things are more expensive now, but there's no no excuse. 
get another job, feed your bloody kids, or put them into foster care uh, so that somebody else can. This is bad parenting. I have five children all under the age of 10, and none of them will ever go to bed or go to school hungry. I can assure you of that. Can you read this out? That's from Ollie in Santry. Now, the front page of uh, the Daily Mirror today said, Hunger Shames. And it says, Kids miss school as parents can't afford meals. Bernardo say children do homework in cold houses. Now, Thing, things have gotten tougher for uh, parents. Things were always tough, okay? Let's, let's not beat around the bush here. Things were always tough. When we were growing up in the, in the early 80s, uh, when Ireland was pretty much a third world country, there was huge poverty in Ireland. Uh, in our house, there wasn't a huge amount of money, as I'm sure there wasn't in yours. We never went hungry. You know why? Because our parents prioritised and put us first and made sure that we... I, I don't remember ever being hungry. There was always food, no matter what we wanted, there was always food there. Um, so... Okay, to, to you, that, you, you weren't on the poverty line. So you you that, weren't... You didn't have that, parents that neither of them worked, for example. But there's no excuse for nobody not working nowadays, so let's not even go down that road. Um, there's loads of jobs out. We both have a mutual friend who runs a, a restaurant, and why, he's had to close two days of the week? Why yeah, he because he can't get staff. Can't yeah. get staff, so don't you come out... In fact, I was talking to a pharmacist the other day that has to close on Saturdays now because he can't get staff. A pharmacist can't get staff. Yeah, so there's, a job, there's no excuse uh, for not working. That's the first thing, okay? So if you have a job, and I'm probably going to come across as a pompous prick on this, but this is how I feel. I feel that when you bring a child into, into this world, yeah, mm-hmm. your one job is to make sure that child is looked after financially and make sure they don't go hungry, yeah? That's what I believe. And if, if they do, you've probably failed uh, as a parent. So times are tougher. Uh, shopping is more expensive, all that. If that is the case, get another job. Get a weekend job. Get a job waiting tables in the evening time to get yourself more tips to pay the food. There's no excuse for that. Unless someone can come at me on this podcast and give me a valid reason why children are going to school hungry. Other than that, I now Ollie may be going a bit too far saying take them in, into, into care and stuff like that, but it is neglectful. For your children to be hungry is neglectful. Your job as a parent... But if you don't have the money, you don't have the money. No, you can't you, print money. Get a job. Get a second job. Get a third job. Do whatever it takes to, to make sure... Your, your children have adequate f- adequate food and uh, water. Our number is no, 085-825-2626. Am, am, am I saying something wrong here? That it's neglectful. Some people... Sorry, it's, it's neglectful to let your children go hungry. Sorry, some people are, are just down on their luck. Uh, and as you said... What do you mean down in... Food, no, and, no, 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 uh, no, food no. and everything else and um, home heating and everything else has... Sorry, what do you mean down... Doubled on, in price. Sorry, in what do you mean down on their luck? What, what do you mean by that? They don't have... They're, they're out of work. Yeah. No no excuse for that. Get a job. Loads of jobs. That's it. That's your answer. Well, is that not the logical answer? If someone isn't working, yeah, mm-hmm. and they can't survive on the dole, the answer is get a second job. And by the way, I don't, don't come at me. Don't come at me with... Um, you know, oh, don't have the time to get a second job. I can't do that. Can can't get a second job. Blah 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 blah. I've I've two jobs. Actually, I've three jobs. You four jobs. So you know, instead of sitting on your arse uh, Monday to Friday, uh, w- wondering when the next paycheck is going to come in, and blaming the government for your woes, get out and get a job and look after your children. That is your job as a parent. It's not the government's job to feed your kids. By the way, it's your job. As a parent to uh, to look after kids. Or am I wrong again? 
Well, we'd no, love no, to no, hear no, from you. you. Well, I, I want to hear from our listeners. Our number is 085-825-2626. Let's kick off with this WhatsApp voice note from Keith. Loads of jobs out there, Jeremy, but the days of walking up to a place and asking, are you hiring? That's gone. You know, they want uh, education is one. They want all that for you just to go in and you're probably just sweeping the fucking floor. You know, you have to have your leave cert, you and your cert or some degree. It's ridiculous. Back in the 90s, when you were looking for a job, we used to walk around to the factories and all and cope with ass and be hiring and they take you on there and then if, if they walk. You know, like, it's kind of ridiculous today. And Keith, <laughs> all you have to do is walk past any hospitality venue in, Sorry, in, uh, in Dublin or Ireland and you'll see uh, adverts for staff required Sorry. urgently. Does Keith want employers to actually knock around to people's houses and say, hey, do you want a job? Sorry, again, if you're looking for a job, you go out and look for the job. Oh, I don't, maybe that's just the way I was brought up, that jobs don't land on your, on your lap. You have to actually go and look for a job. And there are loads of jobs. So feed your kids. Now, uh, Jessica, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Uh, well, Jessica, is there any excuse for a child going to bed hungry or uh, living in a cold house or going to school without lunch? Well, the going, like, the going to bed one with no food, the only, the only excuse I can think of is, and this is coming from my own experience, was growing up, if my mum or dad put something on the table and I didn't eat it, it was right, then go to bed. That's all you're getting. Okay, but that's like, when you were at least, uh, yeah, you were at least offered some that. food, though, yeah. Yeah, so it's, well, you can either have what's on the table or go up to bed and starve, like, so that, like, and that's how, like, that's how I was brought up, and I completely agree with it, you know, and this, like, especially in this day and age where things are tough, it's either you have what you have or have nothing. Okay, and so. Then, we're going to school hungry and all, like, sure, schools do breakfast clubs and pack lunches now anyway. Well, some do, but the kids are still, in some cases, going to school hungry. Well, then, as Drew said, then that's the parents' fault. Look for the funds, then, if you have to. Okay, so as like far as... The funds aren't uh, going to come to you. You need to go get the funds. Okay, well, what this, what this guy said in his message was, there is no excuse for a child being hungry in the morning. These parents are being neglectful, and Tusla should get involved if a child tells her teacher she's hungry. Right, well, what if, right? Say, for example, because this is how it used to be. And again, I'm just basing it on my own experience from when I was young, right? What if that child is a little dilly-dallier who doesn't want to try and get to school on time and mammy or daddy are trying to get themselves ready for work, get the kids ready for school, and there's just no time for eating breakfast because the, the little kid is being a bollocks? I don't think that's, that's the reason that some kids are going to school hungry because he just couldn't be no, arsed eating in the morning. No, but that's what... No, like, what I'm trying to say is, like... What if there are kids out there who are just who are just little bollocks in the morning? So there's just the main task is getting them into school rather than getting them to eat a bowl of cereal. Do you know what I mean? Okay, there's so a million and one reasons. In answer, in answer to our question, is it neglectful if a child is hungry going to school or hungry going to bed? Is that, in other words? Is there any reason that children oh. would be sent to school without lunch? No, because during school, anyway, most of them get their first break by 11 o'clock anyway. So there's, like, it's not neglect. It'd be a neglect, you know, if they didn't get their, their first break till about 12 or 1, but that doesn't really happen. They always usually get their first break between 10 and 11. 
Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Jessica. Our number is 085-825-2626. We're asking, is there any excuse for a child going to bed hungry? Uh, Because according to uh, Ali, he says, I think it's disgraceful. I think parents are 100% to blame. Who else do you blame? There's no excuse for a child being hungry in the morning. These parents are being neglectful and Tusla should be getting involved if a child tells her uh, teacher that she's hungry. Um, lots of reaction coming into this. Uh, let me go to line two. Morris, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Morris. How are you doing, Adrian? All right, great uh, subject today. Interesting one. And is there any excuse for a child going to school without lunch or going to bed hungry uh, in this day and age? Well, there shouldn't be, but I can tell you the first time I've seen a kid emaciated walking into a Lipton supermarket. That's going back a while. And he took a bag of cornflakes, a box of cornflakes, and ran out of the shop. And you could see the bones under the T-shirt and his shorts, his bony legs. That was the first time I seen starvation, you know. But um, just on the, on the other thing, I know somebody that works within the services, right? And they're telling me that they're training kids how to cook and how to clean because their parents can't look after them from the age of 8 to 13 because the parents are either alcoholic or drug abusers. So Tuesday do step in and they teach the children survival skills. What you and I would pick up at home from our normal parents, these kids have to, and they end up becoming terrorists for their alcoholic or drug abusing parents. Well, in fact, interestingly, you should say that uh, because one of the very first messages we got in about this is uh, was saying something to that effect. The only children that are going to uh, school hungry are the children of addicts or alcoholics. Well, there there you go. And and they have stepped in and I know somebody that worked within the service or did. And they told me they were training eight to 13 year olds survival skills, how to cook, how to clean, and how to look, how to be carers for their, like their alcoholic or drug parents. But to me, there's always been neglect of children in this country from the beginning of time. And I'll go back to, I'll give you the reason why you probably know this. Jeremy mightn't. The only reason children were given three months off in the summer was they were cheap labour for the farmers and the church agreed with the government that the children would be used in the summer months to get the harvest in because they didn't have to pay for it. Really? I never and knew that's that. that's the only reason. And that's the reason and we have... Did know that? No, I never knew that. And that, that's one of the reasons we have one of the longest school holidays in Europe. There you go. All for child labour. Get the kids out to get the harvest in during the months. They won't pay them and they have a great holiday off work. So it's child labour. So that's... That's the extent of what they think of children in this country. So then if you have parents that are growing up in that environment and know nothing about rearing families, all they do is turn to drink the drugs and then their kids have nothing to survive. But one of the things I've noticed, because I do walk on the streets of Dublin, in all over and in the working class areas, I watch children going to school with their mothers and they're coming out of the, the shops with boxes of wedges and, and, and uh, what do you call them other things? Wedges and uh, breakfast rolls, eating breakfast, walking to school. And the parents are stuck on the phone. The kids are walking up the street, eating their breakfast, going to school. What do they do? They throw the rubbish on the ground. No respect for where they live. So Let me ask you then, Maris. I got a message a while ago, and uh, it was basically saying, you can eat and be fed very cheaply if necessary. Um, And basically, um, there is no excuse for anybody, even a kid uh, being raised by an alcoholic or a drug addict. There is no excuse even for them to uh, go to bed hungry. 
Do you know what's bringing up in this country, and it's already in England, breakfast clubs in the schools, giving the kids something to eat when they come into school because they've got nothing since they left home. But again, it is, no, it is in, in a number of deaf yeah. schools here in Ireland. Yes, there yeah. are, um, yeah. there breakfast are clubs. breakfast clubs. But again, that you have to ask yourself the question: What child needs to avail of a breakfast club in school? Families don't have the money. I know somebody that's a school teacher, and he said to me that the school gave out food hampers to children's parents at Christmas in the Republic of Ireland. And the two parents were walking, the mother and father were walking, and the school provided filled parcels to get them through the Christmas. That's how bad it is in this Okay, uh, Jeremy, I, 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 I want to throw that back to you. That yeah. Bo- yeah. Uh, you just heard that story. In one yeah. example, both parents out working, and uh, the school still had to give them food parcels at Christmas. But did they need, yeah. the, did they, did they need the food parcels? That's the question, Giles. You look... The, the, Why do you think they took them? Why do you think they took them? Well, because people are struggling. No, no, but I saw last Christmas there was loads of people selling those hampers on Facebook. And I said, we saw them at the time because we were talking about it. So sometimes, just in the same way when you see photographs for people queuing up at food banks and stuff like that, sometimes they're dressed better than I am. A lot of people will scam the system as well and those hampers may not be going to, yeah. the, to, the, to the right people. But again, I come back to the, to the basic argument that I'm making here is that your job, your job as a parent is to make sure there's clothes on your child and food in your child's stomach. That's your job. Yeah. That, that's your gig. Yeah. And if you can't step oh, up to that... So. If you have parents that were never shown how to rear a child but went on and had them and they have their addictions with alcohol and drugs and useless step in to give the child or the children of that family survival skills so they survive because they know they're not going to be able to cope yeah, it's with a sad state of affairs. It's a sad, yes, sad it state of affairs. Imagine being an eight-year-old okay. and your, your father or your mother's carer. Eight years yeah, of age dreadful, being taught how dreadful, to look yeah. after your mother or your so father. Let me, let me That's ask a you, stolen childhood. Let me ask you a question then, Morris. Um, the, okay. uh, this guy, Ollie, who got in contact with us said, if a child yeah. is going to school and having to avail of a breakfast club or... Uh, uh, is going to school yeah. hungry or going to bed hungry, um, you can only blame the parents. They are being neglectful and Tusla should be getting involved. What do you say to that? Yeah, well, like the children have to come first. They're the future of this country. If you don't if you don't put an effort into a child, you'll get nothing back. Okay, so my, so my you question is... Marriage, you get nothing back. Okay, my question is, is it neglectful? Is it neglectful parenting? On behalf of the parents? Yes. Any child that goes hungry is somebody's responsibility. It is neglect, yeah? Any okay. child that goes... To see... For me to witness a child going into a supermarket, Lipton's, that's over 40 years ago, 50 years ago, Lipton's supermarket and stealing a box of cornflakes to eat. And that was a working class area where I grew up. And that was over all that many years ago. And we're still talking about it today. So we've learned nothing except use children for cheap labour to get the harvest in the summer. Okay, stay there for one second, uh, if you can, please, Morris. This is Neil. Adrian, Jeremy, you don't know the situations on people's homes, why don't you? You just don't know that, okay? But I do believe every single school in this country, whether you're a millionaire or not, okay, all the school meals should be free across the board, no matter what. They should get a breakfast and they should get a dinner in the school, no matter what. I think that should be It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy.
I want to just refer back to uh, Neil's message. And Neil is basically saying the onus is on the state to uh, feed kids. He's basically saying oh. all school meals should be free. So ah. you, you go in in the morning and you get fed in school. Uh, at lunchtime you get fed and maybe you get a, and who, who a sandwich pay, on the way pay, home as well. Pay, who pays the for that? The state pays for it. So we pay for the taxpayers. That's basically what he's saying. Why should I pay for it to feed other people's kids? My job is to feed my kids. I don't look for handouts. Uh, that's ridiculous, that is. That's that's a communist society he wants to live in. Now, as it happens, the next caller on hold at the moment is saying that as well. And when JJ answered the phone to me, he dropped the phone, that it's the... Right, and I'll, you can find out if the quote is correct. That it's the state's responsibility to feed and clothe your child. <laughs> well, let, me, let me read this message uh, before I go to that call. And it, it says this. My wife is a primary school teacher. Every morning, kids arrive in after having no breakfast. The school has to keep lots of sliced pans in a chest freezer and make toast for them before class starts. Little junior infants included. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I don't care how bad things are at home. A sliced pan is 85 cent in Aldi. Some parents simply don't care. Yeah, you, literally you can buy, because I buy me food in Aldi, you get a huge sliced pan for under a euro in Aldi. That's done you for a week. That sandwiches for a whole week. Now, don't tell me that someone can't afford 80 cent. Okay, let me go to uh, John. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, John? How are you doing, Angel? How are you doing, Jeremy? Uh, good, you, thanks, John. John, you believe that it is the state's responsibility to make sure that kids are fed? Well, here's the thing, Angel. And now, just bring you back there not too long ago there, the, the, the state buying in a care package there, a cost care package for everybody. Everybody, Angel. And uh, they give you so much of the USB, the gas, what have you not. They quite well knew that parents, you know, were struggling. And, absolutely, and yes. No, absolutely. Uh, with the, especially with energy, the massive increases in electricity, the state kind of had to help. Now, only a few weeks ago, they did say that they're going to come down heavy on supermarkets if you don't drop the prices. Are we all agreed on that? Yep. Yeah. Now, the cost, the, like, everything is, it, it is going down, you know, it's slowly but surely, but it's not going down fast enough. I still do believe, yes, there is kids going to, to school hungry. I do believe parents are doing their best. They're choosing eating over, um, you know, whatever it may be. They're going to food. I do believe that. I read it all there this morning. And um, it is, it, it is some of the falls on the state. It is. How? Yeah, I do. Okay, believe. well, hang on, hang on for one second. And, and I'll read the, the message again that I just read a second ago. It says, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe uh, what I was hearing that the school that my wife works in has to keep sliced pans uh, to one side to make toast for kids coming in hungry. Uh, he says, I don't care how bad things are at home. A sliced pan is 85 cent in Aldi. Now, that is the fact of it, John. Everybody, no matter how. How destitute you are can afford an 85 cent large slice pan. But what I will say this, Adrian, see the schools in Ireland, they're they're, they're back years and years and years. England have been doing school meals since I don't know when, and it should be in the same predicament as that. Um, Irish schools are well else, you know, they're well back. So, uh, so as with that message that I played a couple of minutes ago, it is down to our schools to feed our children. No, 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 no. Just come in line with the schools of, of, of what England have been doing since what? I think it was, uh, I think England was doing this since the 1970s or 1980s. Um, for the kids, which is a great idea. It's a fantastic idea. And why not? Okay, but let me ask you a question. You just agreed with me there a second ago that you can get a large slice pan for for under a euro. And with that in mind, why in God's name would any child be going to school hungry? 
Yeah, you're doing it. It's happening. It's happening. It's, you know it's happening. Well, okay, but, but, well, uh, yeah, I know it's happening. Uh, but, uh, out there, the religion, you don't know what you're in there, but you're going to go and check. You don't know the circumstances. They're getting... Sorry, well, well, hang on, hang on a second. You're giving me a headache now. What's... Oh, I'm yeah, okay. Okay, what's... Well, we're speaking the truth, is it? No, no, but you haven't... You, first of all, Adrian asked you a question. You, you, you couldn't even answer the question. Um, what, an 85-cent pan of bread? Yeah, why... Well, what's that going to fucking do? Well, it don't... You're Oh, no, 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 we're talking No, no, we're talking We're talking about some form of sustenance We're, we're talking about a sandwich A sandwich is very thin. Okay for, Well, it does A sliced pan in my house goes for a week uh, For two of my kids And what do you put on it? If you ask me So what do you put on it? Jesus Christ you, So you want us to hand out bloody manuals When pe- pe- kids are born to the parents How to give your children a lunch No, the, the question is You don't you, No, the question is That you asked, John, was Are you, you the, the, the argument you put up was um, you don't know someone's circumstances. That's what you said, yeah? Absolutely. Now, yes, what circumstances could lead you to not being able to afford an 80 cent uh, pan of bread to give your kids lunch in the morning? What circumstances? Well, listen, I'm not going to pussyfoot around a pan of bread, lads. Anybody can afford a pussy pan of bread. Well, there you go. Then you're agreeing with the argument. The thing of it is, what, what we're talking about here, boys, is huge. And you know quite well how much a fucking shop of food costs a week. I spend at least 150 quid on fuel here a week. No doubt about it. No fucking doubt about it. Now, I know, it, look, my, my kids have never went without a, a bit of fuel. I told you before on this show, I've walked out fucking supermarkets with super with tro- trolleys full of fuel when the pandemic was on because I couldn't walk and I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. And I know I didn't never gave a fuck about it and I'd do it again tomorrow. I would for my kids. But the fact of the matter is, there's people out there and they're really, really struggling. They're not junkies. I'm not here, Jaman. They're junkies. They're fucking alcoholics. There's people out there that can't even meet a fucking rent this week. That the landlord is probably at the telling them, listen, you're fucking gone this month if you haven't got the rent. There is realistic terms out here, guys. Get to that shit. Okay, but, uh, again, and this is one of the points that uh, Jeremy made earlier on, actually. Um, feeding his kids is his number one priority in that life. Is, that, that's my number one priority. Same. Making sure my kids Same. have clothes and food. Same. By the way, I'm not saying that to look for a blue Peter badge, pat me on the back. I'm a, that, that's, that's fucking, that's standard parenting 101. But that's the, the first. Fucking funny, the, the thing is, lad, it's not funny, I gotta take that back. The, the realistic terms is, is there's people out there, and they're choosing today. They're choosing today. Well, I can buy this, or I can fucking do this, or I can pay it on the, on, on the 10 euro gas, or, or a 10 euro ESP top up. That's the realistic terms of what's going on, guys. So, and yeah, or, and, 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 and there's also parents who are who are prioritising over getting their box of 20 fags instead of a pan of bread oh, for their I'm kids. Yeah, well, there, well, there you go. I don't know, but you think you you think that they should be given free food by no, the taxpayer? No, no, what yeah. I'm saying is, look, you see, you're going to blank him. You think we have to cover everybody here? We can't. We can't just. Have you ever heard, John? Have you ever heard of personal responsibility? Have you ever heard of personal responsibility? Yeah, that is. Hold on for a minute. You mentioned something there earlier on. I had a kid 22 years ago, and I made sure, and I made. I said, look, I'm going to be. I, I'm in this for my life. My kids will always be good. Yep. There's no doubt about it. But then you're but agreeing the with me. Married. Then you're agreeing with me. The, no, but the fact of the matter is that there's people there, as I said today, just don't even want to do with a lot of care. Whether they're putting into the fucking ESP meter or going and buy bread, as you said, an 85 cent pan of bread, butter, milk, sugar, fucking sea bags, ham, cheese, whatever it may be. That's what I'm saying. And that okay, is, stay, there, stay there for one second, John, if you can, please. Our number is 085-825-2626. You can send us a WhatsApp voice note to that that number with your opinion on this and the question we're asking is is there any excuse 
for a child going to bed hungry or going to school uh, hungry. Uh, John, I've been asked to play this message for you from uh, Damien. Hi, guys. Damien here. The only reason that children are going to school hungry is because the parents are too lazy to get up in time and make their breakfast for the children, full stop. It's the same families where the mothers are so lazy they can't even get dressed in the morning and bring their children to school wearing pyjamas. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, Aoife, you're kind of agreeing with that message I played uh, a moment ago from uh, Damien, that this is down to lazy parenting. Is that how you feel? Oh, yeah, 100%. I think there's no excuse for it. If your if your kids are going to school um, hungry, it's neglect. Um, and I do think as well, like, I'm from Ballymun myself, but I don't live there anymore. We moved out of there about four years ago. Um, and my, my partner is actually from inner city Dublin. Like, so we're from what would be considered bad areas. And, you know, in those areas, it's typical victim mentality, in my opinion. It's, you know, I don't want to take personal responsibility for what I'm not doing, so who can I blame? And they blame the government on absolutely everything. It's the government's fault I'm not, I haven't had enough money to feed my kids. It's the government's fault I can't pay my bills. Um, and instead of actually looking at themselves and thinking, oh, well, what can I do to change my situation? So their kids are ended up suffering, and then it, it creates a cycle, really. Like, if kids are going to feel hungry, and then they say if kids go to feel hungry, you know, they don't learn as well because they're not focused. I think it just continues the entire cycle, and I think once you're a parent, you have to take personal responsibility and prioritise your children over everything else. Okay, so when you uh, read an article saying children are being sent to school without lunch because their parents can't afford the meal, what do you think of that? I think there's probably a very, very small minority where, you know, they genuinely can't afford it. They're doing their very best. They're really, really trying. Every cent they have is going into paying their bills, taking care of their family, looking after their kids. But I think there's a very, very big majority that are spending their money carelessly. They're going and they're buying drinks or they're buying cigarettes or whatever they're spending their money on. But it's not necessities. It's wants instead of needs. And if you want to buy all the things that aren't necessities, well, then you're going to have to work harder to get it in. Well, no, there there, there, there you it. go, basically, uh, John. She's basically saying that, look, there is no excuse. Um, uh, unless you're really, really, really destitute, there is no excuse for not being able to feed your kids. But the, the fact of the matter that she just agreed with me there that there is a portion of people out there that did work and that were working, Asian, and they were getting the cost package too, and they're finding it hard to come up with rent, they're finding it hard to, to heat the house, they're finding it to the, the, the ESP into the house. Uh, you know, they're just finding it hard. Like, everybody's finding it hard. No, everybody, yeah. I mean, I, nobody's disagreeing with that, uh, John, but uh, Aoife's point is it's about prioritising, prioritising and making sure that you're kids get fed even before you get fed I don't think it's the majority like I think we're using the case of the minority to argue for the majority right now there's a very small number of people who are really really trying their best and then there's the others who are going out and buying like when I'm saving from the mortgage I haven't got money to buy new clothes or new shoes you know we sat in every single weekend we didn't spend a cent anywhere I'm the same I don't I don't I prioritise is insane as myself, but the fact of the matter is, the reality of it is that there is people out there and they are struggling. No, there is. And they can't, they can't afford, they don't, listen to me, and I'm saying this, because I know people, 
I know people that have in these houses literally pack up mortgages and move back to the mothers and fathers because they just couldn't fucking do it anymore. I know people's businesses that closed down, especially over COVID, they had great businesses and boom, gone. Years and years of business, gone, just in the blink of a fucking eye. And look where they are now. Half of them are fucking suicidal. Half of them are on the and, uh, John, I, John, hang on for one second. I, we are all aware of stories like you've just uh, explained. However, this conversation isn't about people losing their jobs. Oh, it really or, is, Adrian, well, it's not. It's not. It's about, it's about it priorities and uh, making sure that your ch- no, but making sure that your children are fed. Oh. Thank you. This is this is still a backlog from COVID. As no, well. no, I'm, I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree I'm with you on that. Dog, yeah, you? I don't disagree with you on that. Eva, let me go back to you for a second. He's basically highlighting some people are really in a bad way financially, and therefore the kids are the ones that are suffering. Well, the kids still shouldn't be the ones that are suffering like if I had the choice between feeding my kids or feeding myself I'd go to bed hungry do you know what I mean like I still think well, well, like, the whole family can be that's the problem that is the problem Ethan. they're choosing whether to heat the house or to, to buy that you know 10 euros worth of shopping and it, look look, Adrian I wanted to say this to you as well I'm Jeremy look at the you know I can't believe what Jeremy said Ethan they're on they're fucking selling hampers there's people queuing out there from early by, uh, by the uh, way, John, can I just tell you that that is a true story. We saw a number of the hampers that were given away last year by various charities uh, for sale on Facebook. We yeah. saw them. I, I saw them myself, John. That's fucking disgusting. And that means that means that people were getting those hampers and they didn't even need them. Well, let's 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 just put into perspective the people that did need them. They're not standing out there, Adrian, from nine o'clock till eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock to try to get a hamper for themselves or a voucher. I remember at, at Christmas there, they were queuing there, and I think they got a fifty euro voucher at Christmas level. Um, and it meant look, they weren't showing their faces, but I think Dublin Lloyd was coming, and they were saying how much that fifty euro meant to them, Asian and Germany. So you can you can just put that into a box and just think about fifty quid how much that meant to them at Christmas and what they're going to actually do with it. And they were saying, look, we're going to do this, we're going to... 50 fucking euro. You know quite well, 50 euro wouldn't buy you to get to these things. It wouldn't not... No, 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 and I take that, uh, that uh, that some people are in a bad way uh, financially, and I'm sure, Aoife, you agree with that. You accept that there are some people in a really bad way. Yeah, no, I do agree, but I just don't think it's the majority. Like, I know you, they're all men, um, but I'm obviously a mammy of three, and I'm on Facebook, and there's, you know, mammy groups. And you see it all the time, like these women coming on and they're asking one week when is there benefits coming in, when is the social welfare coming in? Um, and then the next week, you know, you, if you click on the profile pictures, you can see they have their eyelashes done, their hair, their nails, everything, they're on night too. And then they're and crying, and and yeah, crying and poverty. Yeah, they're crying poverty you know, in the I same breath. I need money to top up my gas card. I need money to top up my electricity. And you have people then sending them revolutions on Facebook because they can't pay their bills. And they're crying poverty saying their kids are starving, but then they're going out and spending every cent they have on themselves the day child benefit comes in. And uh, John, you, can't, you can't things. deny that that happens as well. I'm not disagreeing about that one bit. I'm not. One week or So in other words, in other words, what I'm hearing from a lot of people is the kids that are going to school hungry are kids that are being brought up by shit parents. That's really what I'm hearing. Parents who yeah, They just are, can't... Look, they can't money manage. That's what it is, and I grew up around it. Like, they just haven't got the ability to money manage. But even when, when Christmas and all comes, John, you, you're probably, you're, you sound fairly... Sorry, let him speak. Sorry, let her speak. Go on, Aoife. Even in areas like where we come from, right, you'll see at Christmas, you know, they're going out and
they're spending thousands on everything, you know, for family and everything else. And then, but it's all credit union loans. And so then all year they're playing catch up and then Christmas comes again. And because they haven't mm-hmm. saved anything because they spent it all that the loans, they can still I haven't got spent left. Can I stop you there for a minute? I will say yeah. this to you, and, and here's a moment for you, Ethan. Oh, you get a loan out of credit union at Christmas. What's wrong with that? Why don't you save? Sorry? Why don't you save? I do. In the fucking credit union. What's wrong with it? Yeah, but then you're getting a loan as well and then you're probably paying interest back on that loan. Uh, but I'm just saying I'm then you're going to say, oh, the cost, because then, listen, John, just listen for a second. When the cost of living goes up, you have an extra expense. Every day of the week you get loans off banks and credit unions. So, I don't know where you're going with this one. Back to the point, Eva. Back to the point. Look, this where you, you, I think you're talking about people that are actually all right and they will survive and they will have, look, they're going to have their good days and their bad days. We're talking about people that actually are fucked. They're on the breadline. They're, they're choosing between a bit of gas and a bit of VSB or a bit of sales. That's what I'm talking about today, Eva. I'm not talking about your woman down the road there that's choking a bag of coke about fucking nose and 10 cans of, of, of beer on a Friday night. I'm talking about the literally the genuine person that can't afford a fucking bit of food because tonight they're going to be Okay, Aoife, do you, me- do you believe, Aoife, there are many people who literally can't afford food this evening? Um, I'd say there probably is, but I'm going to give an unpopular opinion. I'm, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I think to do better. Like, I was 20 when I had my baby, and my partner was only 19. We were both on the my job. We were both having to move back to our parents, and now we own our own house. You know, get out, get out, and, and get it done. You can't live off social welfare and complain that you've no money. If you want money, get out and work for it. Good to That's talk to you, Thanks very much indeed. Uh, Gareth sent us this message. Hi, guys. Good topic. Sorry I can't come on. People have to stop blaming the government for everything. The kids are hungry. I'm sure the parents are able to have their smokes and their drinks and their sky and the whole lot. You cut out all that shit and you feed your family. That's number one of having a family. But to stop blaming the government for everything. I've got three jobs. I'm single. I don't have any dependency. There's tons of work out there. Any amount of it. So, there is no excuse whatsoever. None. Alright. Alright, thanks very much indeed, Gareth. And Trevor. How are you guys? Interesting topic today. Very good. Uh, sorry, but kids going to school hungry because the parents aren't willing to get out of their fat asses and get jobs is a joke. Every child should be leaving their home fully fed, fully clothed. Shouldn't have to rely on the school to feed your bleeding children. That's disgraceful. I offered a neighbour of mine a job because I could see that he was struggling. And he told me, no, it's better to stay on the scratcher. So... How do you get through to these sorts of people? Trying to help him and his family and he just rather sit at home. These people should be locked up for child neglect. Shouldn't children are a few jacks. They should be protected at all costs to help the waste of parents. Good topic, lads. Talk soon. All right. Thanks very much indeed, Trevor. Uh, now, Darren, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Darren? Hi, Avia. Um, well, Darren, you're, you're annoyed with what you're hearing here. Uh, I just cannot believe the words coming out of John's mouth. Like what? <laughs> it's the government's job to pay for kids. Yeah, that's pretty much, like, uh, that summarises what he said, yeah. He basically wants someone else to take a pill for his headache. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way of putting this. 
they, they don't pay like, you enough. John, you. John, you've been on this yeah. show many times before. Oh, I am. Saying you're on I'm the phone for 20 odd years, yeah? I am. I am. Yeah, and you're said, yeah. you said there to Aoife that you got a mortgage. So you're talking pure shite. Sorry, what about that? Sorry? You said to Aoife there a few minutes ago that you saved, like, you saved to get a mortgage. No, that was. Uh, that, mortgage. that wasn't that him who said that. That was, Listen, that was a voice note ears. that said that. That was a voice note that said that. Oh, there is. I said, I get a loan out of credit union every year. That's what I fucking said. Yeah, but we're not, now, talking, we're not talking about you getting loans. We're talking about kids going hungry and you saying that. He was talking about getting loans out of credit union, you're clowning you. Not me. I yeah, just we're said not, that I get a loan. This is a fucking topic. Yeah, fucking dope. What are you showing about? Come on, what are you Darren, okay, hang on, uh, Darren. The question is: Kids are in some cases cold, hungry, uh, going to bed uh, hungry, going to school hungry because their parents can't afford to feed them properly. What do you make of that? Is there any excuse for that in 2023 Ireland? No, it's not. It's probably all the parents on the dole. That's the reason they're doing that. And no, it's fucking not. Spending their money on what? No, it's not that. No, it's not. No, it's fucking not. That's where you're going. No excuse not being able to afford a loan for bread. People out there that are paying, they're paying rent, they're paying mortgage, they're paying ESP, they're paying gas, they're paying everything, and they're left with folk all day. That's the realistic terms of what's going on. Yeah, no, 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 Stay there for one second if you can, please, John. Uh, I want to bring in Vanessa with her opinion. Hi, lads. Just on the topic today, uh, it is not the state's responsibility to ensure that children are fed. Um, that is the parents' responsibility. I'm sorry. Uh, the state fulfil its duty to parents and families and to children by maintaining the child benefit. That is exactly what that payment is for, is to feed and clothe children. Now, I get times are tough. Uh, I see it myself. I don't see it as outright neglect or abuse if a parent can't afford it. Uh, and just to Jeremy, just a quick question. Um, if all of these parents are going out and getting two or three jobs, 
one where are they going to find the childcare and two who's going to pay for it because childcare is crazy expensive right now now that's a fair question okay. I mean you did say earlier on yeah. you get out and work two or three jobs you happen to be fortunate enough that uh, for okay. the times that you are at work you have somebody else okay, my, in your my, house okay my answer to that is, is twofold uh, Vanessa first of all that's not my problem my, my, my problem your childcare is not my problem, okay? My second... Okay, for, for a lone parent yeah, who... Hang on, for, hang on for one second. For a lone parent who uh, you're saying, get out and get two or three jobs, how can they do that? How can I they realistically know, do I that? Know, what, I, I can't speak for every lone parent. Someone may have grandmothers, grandfathers that are retired and can mind the kids. There's ways... But not everybody does. Well, not, okay, but, and my second thing is, um, Vanessa, would be... Um, I've always been a believer of cut your cloth to meet your measure, whatever that expression is, yeah? And if you're going to have three or four kids, bloody make sure you can afford to, to bring them up in the way that, that you want. I'd love seven kids. Loves, now my wife wouldn't, but I'd love seven kids, yeah? But I, we sat down and we did the math, not for seven kids, but um, how, how many How many can we afford? How many can we afford, yeah? Um, when you've reached your limit. We reached our limit. I got the snip. My sperm is dead because we can't afford any more kids. So. Uh, John, before you uh, hang up there, I want to play this message to you uh, from Eddie. John saying he was on the dole for 20 years. Well, if he actually got a job instead of sat on the dole for 20 years, he wouldn't have had to rob trolleys full of shopping out of a bloody supermarket. You want to respond to that, John? Well, I have got a job. You know, he obviously doesn't know me. And the fact that I just want to get back to the uh, journey there in one, one minute, Adrian. Um, you know, he said there that, like, you know, you get the, I knew he'd say, get the grandparents, get everybody to mind the kids. The fact of the matter is, Jeremy, it's not that easy. Grandparents are getting old. Um, you know, people are out walking as much as they can. Excuses, they excuses, excuses. They need to see their kids as well, Jeremy. Excuses. They need to see their kids too. And what Vanessa said, she nailed it. The price of cost John, John, I would rather be at home now playing football with my kids um, than, than talking to you on this show now. I'd rather be at home playing football with them. I'd rather have been at home this morning when they woke up uh, and got them ready for school. No, but you know what? You know what? I live in the big fucking bad world where, I have, to go, where, where I have to go to work to make sure that there's money on the table so that they make sure they never have to turn around and go, Daddy, why are we hungry? That's what's called... That's what's called being, being. That's what's called being an adult, John. Be oh, right. an adult. Well, you said that to me before, Jerry. Right? Said what to you? I leave you. I leave you. But you said that to me about about um being on the dole and about uh, you know providing. I can say this to you, Jeremy. You know quite well I work, and you know quite well I get the dole. Yeah. And I've no fucks given. I always said that to you. No zero fucks. Yeah, yeah. No. And here's the fact of the matter. I always said to you. I get to see my kids every day of the fucking week, and I go out walking at night. And, and you know what? I can't make apologies for it. Not to fucking nobody, not to anybody. That's the way I own things in this house. And that's, that's the way that. I always And that's why we love you, John. Because if you're honest. Good luck, John. Going, boys? Great job. Thank you. Bye, 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 bye. Let me just squeeze in. Uh, I would. I'd rather be with my kids than with you, Adrian. No offence. What? I'd rather be with my kids now than with you. Why, what's wrong with being here? Sorry, this is Dave, by the way. Yeah. Hey, lads, I don't think there's any sort of uh, any sort of excuse for kids to be going to school hungry, you know, in the mornings. Like, like, like you said earlier, 80 cents for a for a sliced pan, you know, put a bit, send them out with a bit of toast or something. You know what I mean? And that guy, John, he's just looking for other people to... 
I've never seen it hurt such a lot of show in my life. And is he, he's on the scratcher for 20 odd years. Why doesn't he get out and get a fucking job for himself and they wouldn't have to borrow uh, money? If you were listening there, uh, Dave, he, he does have a job. Jesus. <laughs> the amount of F bombs. But he's on the scratcher as well. I tell you, if we all had a euro for every time fuck was said in this topic today, <laughs> we wouldn't need uh, food parcels. <laughs> Can I just finish up with this? Hello, give me the timer. Give me the Yeah, time. go on, go on. Uh, I got a text message from my son. Uh, he finished at half one ten. I got a text message from him during the topic. I'm only after seen it now and I bought him a new Lego set um, at the weekend it's the, the house from Up you know Up oh right yeah 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 you, deadly, you yeah. buy in Lego now with the balloons and yeah. all on it Piece, beautiful thing and he said daddy what time will you be home at to, to make the Lego house with me so I'm going to send a voice note to my 8 year old son right now so just wait one second now. okay yeah go on so hang on mm-hmm Hey Luke, it's Daddy here. Sorry, I'm just doing the show. I'll be home after uh, I'm finished work because uh, that Lego set that uh, me and your mammy bought you uh, at the weekend, you have to work to pay for that Lego set. So uh, I'm in work at the moment, paying for the Lego set, and I'll be home later on. I'd love to be home now with you, but I have to stay in my job working with Adrian to get money so you can have another Lego set the next time you ask for one, and I don't say no, I've no money. So I'll be home later on this evening. Bye, love you. Hmm. Teach an eight-year-old about economics. That's how you do it, Adrian. That's how you parent. <sighs> That's why I'm here. It's the only reason I'm not here because I like your aftershave. Do you want me to go and play football with you in the car park? Will you make a Lego house with me? I will. Bring it in and we'll do it tomorrow on what the floor What aftershave are you wearing, by the way? It smells like me it's granddad's. Lovely. It's not. And he's dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally owed the corpse. What is it? Uh, it's disgusting. Thank you very much indeed for listening to today's Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed it, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and share it onto your own social media if you would be so kind. I'm Adrian. He's Jeremy. Thanks for listening to Opinions Matter. We'll catch you on the next one. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.